Do you remember Katrina? New Orleans, Louisiana. And that ineffective mayor, black mayor, black mayor over a very large black population and the bayou. Yet they blamed President Bush, who was not the black mayor of that city, did not have the daily jurisdictional oversight of that city, but the black mayors did. Kagan, Hagan, whatever his name was. And blacks died, whites died, the poor died, the elite got out, got to safety. And I'm wondering when there are 30 people shot to death in a weekend or 20 in Chicago run by a black mayor, a black lesbian mayor. And I wonder, I wonder about Atlanta run by a black power structure. In Washington, D.C., the city, not the government, run by a black power struck. Baltimore, black power struck. What do you wonder? I wonder why are these cities run by black power structure? Why are they the worst for black people? And then I am forced to say, as an African-American, well, is it true, all of those Halix, Harvard, Stanford studies? Is it true? Are we really dumber than the whites? Are we really that much more ineffective, inefficient? Are we really intellectually bankrupt, incapable of running a government, running a city? Overseeing a budget? My God, does the data support the racist view that our brains are smaller? That our morality is less? Really? Who's killing the majority of black people in Chicago are black people. Well, you know, as I know, that that's true for every racial group. But somehow or another, disproportionately for blacks, we're killing more of our own than the whites are killing theirs. Socioeconomic. 400 years of slavery. Have we not gotten over that enough to say, okay, let me get this right. I hate the white man, so let me kill you, my brother. (laughs) I just I'm trying to reconcile the psychosis of that thought. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how do I defend myself to the white man when he will say to me, well, you black folks are killing each other more than we are killing you. Why are you killing each other? I know you're pissed at me for slavery in 400 years, but uh, is that the answer? So pissed at what I did to you that you kill each other? That's your only way to lash out? I mean, you're not burning down my neighborhoods. You're burning down your own. 
Now, we could psychologically unpack that in all kinds of ways and parse it and pinch it and forget it. Prop it up against, I don't know, false data and all kinds of justifications and excuses. But at the end of the day, I just have to say, what is my common sense innate response, really, to someone who did something wrong to my family? I don't go in and massacre my family. I look for yours to massacre yours. I don't burn my house down. I do what the Ku Klux Klan do. Find where you live and go burn your house down. Remember the story in Tulsa, Oklahoma? The Greenwood development? Black Wall Street? When the white mob got so crazy about a young black boy who they just wanted to lynch for no reason. And that is true. Just because they hated and were jealous and covetous about the black success. And they went and they burned down an entire black development, a little miniature city, a black development that was constructed by blacks who said, okay, we can't go into your restaurant, we'll build our own. Well, that's pretty darn smart. We can't go to your hospitals, we'll build our own. We can't go to your banks, we'll build our own. We can't walk down the street. We'll we'll cordon off this land and we'll build our own. And you know what? We'll stay out of your cities and your streets as much as possible. And they became a thriving, successful, booming community. Their own businesses, their own bank, their own hospitals, their own everything. And what a happy community it was. Now, that community was burned down. The biggest domestic civilian murder in American history by other Americans, white Americans. They weren't all Ku Klux Klan members, just regular Americans, mob mentality. You know, they killed 300 women and children. Wow. Wow. But to my point. When you're really pissed, that's kind of what you do, isn't it? You go after the object of your animus and you attack their people, their buildings, not your own. Not your own. And I'm wondering, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's going on? That we're killing our own people. in cities that are run by progressive liberal democratic policies. And you are only reinforcing the racist views of those whites that are racist, not all of them, but those that are. You see, those blacks, they can't run anything. Well, the black Africans can, but not the black Americans. Give them a little power. And who gave them that power? White liberals. Not white conservatives, white liberals. The white liberals that put all of the famous rich black people in this country into power. They made deals and they sold themselves off. And therefore, thereby they sold their communities off. 
and you got to ask why. Jim Baker built a Christian community down in Charlotte, North Carolina, called PTL. Their own community, their own house, their own nursing homes, their own senior living, their own banks, their own everything for the Christian community to live like the Greenwood community did in Tulsa for the blacks. That eventually burned down in its own way by its collapse of its leader. But people do seem to want to build a community when they feel threatened by the community at large. They build their own community, whether it's a suburb or a gated community or development. To protect oneself is a natural human characteristic. To want to protect your family and go off in some place where people are more like you, Zion, Utah. That's what the Mormons did. And yet, mostly when whites do it, it's called racism. But human behavior, naturally, politically, religiously, socially, racially, sexually, San Francisco gay city, West Hollywood gay city, Laguna Beach gay city, people by their nature, by their nature, will coalesce, will congregate, and convene a community that is conducive to their values or lack thereof, depending on what side of the spectrum you are. I guess the real understanding is when you do that, do you use that isolation, that segregation, that distinction as a method or means to propagate violence upon others that are not like you or in your community? Do you use that power, that authority, in order now to attack others? If you want to go and live over there with your family, that's fine. You want to build a ranch, that's fine. You don't have to burn mine down or attack it. Just go and live your life. And then you have to look at even a larger picture outside of that is how do we thrive, strive, succeed, grow, and expand if we don't begin to interrelate and trade and commerce, developing business relationships, else you are, again, living only in a community that is only trading with its own, doing business with its own, and never allowing other people outside of yourself to come into your community and eat in your restaurants, buy your clothes or your wares. So there is a degree of interrelation that helps in the social integration that contributes to the peace. The peace. And we all need peace to live peaceably with one another as much as it's possible, much as are you willing to do. Unless you make trades like the Portuguese did along the Horn of Africa to only pretend to befriend in order to destroy and end that group. Take advantage of people, manipulate them, lie to them, deceive them, shake their hand while you eventually plan on stabbing them in the back and taking over their land and their property. Blitzkrieg. Thank you.
Germany. And at the end of the day, you have to say to yourself, what's the answer? Well, I always tell you guys the answer, but you never like it. You never like it because the majority of you are haters of God. Which is why the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results. So you'll elect another fool or be elected. And you will end up in another fool's pool once again. Until you stop electing fools and stop ending up in their pool. And the only way is the way. Faith in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Not Ra or Buddha or Hindu or Yuda. No. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. See, aren't you cringing when you hear me say that? Of course you are. And the funny thing about it is your current trajectory has shown you nothing but tragedy. And yet you will continue on it. So you are doomed and destined to be damned. As God be damned with you. That's your motto. You'll trust in anything but the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You'll trust in anything but your maker and your creator. You hate the thought of it and the mention of it. You'd rather demonize a man and put your faith in one as well. Man is the problem, but for you, man is also the answer. So you will always end up with the same thing you end up with. Until you face up to the only one that can lift you up. Your maker, the Lord of heaven and earth. Because your problem isn't the Democrats or the Republicans. It isn't liberalism or conservatism. Your problem is S-I-N. He's sin. Sin. It is the problem of all mankind. And it will never be resolved by legislature or law, by police or preachers. By politicians or magicians, it will only be resolved by Christ, your faith in Christ that will change your life as an example to the other lives that are off track to put them back. That is the answer. I know you didn't think that was coming. You didn't like to hear it. It's too simple. It's too puritanical. It's too non-intellectual, correct? It's closed-mindedness, right? Not like the millions of religions in India, which are completely open-minded, right? Because you open yourself to any and everything, the more the merrier for you, rather than the meaner the leaner. You've had your answer. And, well, go do what you do. See how it ends up.